the start. I don't know where to start, but here we are with the same beer again. Uh, the Paper Salesman. Ooh. And, and we're going to pour it properly this time so people can't tell us that we don't know how it to pour beer. It doesn't matter with IPAs. It matters more with the... Um, the laggers and then like normal beers to do the tilt thing. Uh, but see, that's what happens. Now I just spilt. Okay, you spilt a little bit. There's no big deal. There you go. There we go. There we go. Look at that. It's uh, going. Now I'm ruining the shot. Okay, well, don't ruin the shot. And I ruined it too. Maybe it's just the IPAs. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> This is a really good beer, though. Mm. Um, they I, come I out different each time. This batch is like more bitter than the last one. It's okay. I still like it, but the sun split. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, the this one was supposed to be all golden yellow. Remember, it used to be yellow, like deep yellow. Deep, deep, maybe a little deeper than that one. Now we should go get those nine percent ones. Reddish brown. The nine percent ones. Which nine yeah. percent ones? There's the witch shark and the. You're, you're nowhere near your microphone. The witch shark and the... The witch shark is done. There's no more witch shark. <clears throat> I'm sure there's other ones. Mm. Just get those milkshakes that were like the 12% ones. You know that there's a mushroom in somewhere in Quebec that you could buy at the grocery store. And if you drink while eating that, like if you eat it on your own, like a normal mushroom in food, it's fine. But if you mix it with alcohol, apparently you get the same effects as um, like magic mushrooms. Hallucinogenic mushrooms. Mm -hmm. So we should find that mushroom. Or we can just get regular hallucinogenic mushrooms. I, I, I'd love to start growing my own marijuana and hallucinogenic mushrooms. I don't want to do them. <clears throat> I just want to hobby grow them. Well, soon marijuana is going to be legal for growth for personal consumption. We, we hope it's going to be legal for growth and personal consumption. No, it consumption. will be for personal consumption, not for sale. Just the same way you can make your own alcohol for personal consumption, but not for sale. Okay, well, then I'm just going to have to grow a bunch of it myself. If, uh, if, if anyone's down to purchase their weed from Solarius.com. Uh, Wait, but th I just said not for sale. So you have to figure out how you do that. How are these places in Ottawa doing it? Do you know? Right so now, I'm since it's not legal, they're just doing it. They're they're just opening up shop. But they are claiming to be medical. Yes, because medical marijuana has been available in <clears throat> Ontario since for over 10 years now. They, they've given it to patients of, with AIDS and cancer and a, a few other rare conditions. And they've been doling it out a lot lately. Yeah. Not, sorry, not lately. Then. Uh, now that they're thinking of making it legal, people are just applying for the license that they thought they were going to need. And then just selling it to whoever whoever decides to buy it. Uh, apparently, you can just walk into a store down here and anytime you want and buy whatever weed you want. Some places are a little bit more careful than others. Uh, some places only take cash and want you to get in and out ASAP. And some places, they want you to hang out and talk to the staff, maybe get to know them. Well, some like no, because there's some places that ask like for some form of prescription or some form of doctor's note or even like a prescription bottle or something. Well, preferably uh, everyone have a note from their doctor prescribing them marijuana to, to, or, or at least getting their license through those same means 
uh, getting your license through those same means means that you can order the stuff online and no, no one gives a shit. Which is what I thought that it would be the best op the best option for all everyone. Just get your goddamn license and just buy it uh, off the internet and have it delivered to your house by pure later. Um, it's gonna be interesting how this rolls out, how it's gonna change things. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna have an entire society that's uh, the first generations are going to be growing up with marijuana fully legal. L let's see. Where Still <laughs> at the age of nineteen, though the age limit hasn't changed. Still at the age of 19, the age limit hasn't changed. Uh, the age limit hasn't changed, but what age did you have your first drink at? Me personally? Personally. 17. Me personally, 14. Yeah, but like, it's not like being legal or illegal is going to make... Kids are smoking weed and drinking anyways. It doesn't matter. Right. It's actually probably better to be legal because then it can be regulated and ensured that some of it is safe. And maybe you can actually control... I don't know. Kids are going to get... How are they regulating kids overdosing on alcohol? Legal age does make it some differences. So what? People become alcoholics. Alcohol is legal. People become alcoholics. People become drug addicts. Things aren't legal and people become drug addicts. Legalizing is just going to open the door for people to do whatever drugs they want. And you know what? And now, now, now that we know that marijuana is going to be a legal drug after years and years of fighting, uh, the next step is to say, well, the government lied to us about how bad marijuana is, so maybe they're lying to us about about how bad other drugs are. I understand saying marijuana is legal, and then not, and then kids being like, okay, government thinks marijuana is legal. It's clearly not, or, or like bad for you, and it's clearly not. Uh, well, but, but if the government actually admits that they were wrong all along, well, no one says it's not bad for you, but it's there's no argument in which alcohol is legal and marijuana isn't because when you compare the two, alcohol is worse for you than marijuana. The issue with so, marijuana. So the, can I, so the the solution is to legalize everything that's better. Oh than no, just specifically marijuana, especially because marijuana has other uses and benefits to it too. So does heroin. Okay, but I'm saying alcohol. Do you think alcohol should be made illegal? I I I thoroughly believe that. Um, here's my official uh, progressive. Or should cigarettes be made illegal? Here's my official progressive stance. Uh, it's too late. Okay. It is officially too late for us to go back on on such ideas like marijuana. Or alcohol. You, you can't erase alcohol out of human existence because I'm pretty sure most of human existence exists because of alcohol. Yeah, marijuana is entwined to human history probably just so just so as much as tobacco. You're saying probably? I don't know. I've never looked into it. We can look into the history of marijuana. Um, sure. That'd actually be an interesting topic. Soon. The topic-based stream. A topic-based stream on marijuana yeah. and its historical reference. I'm just saying that specific, I'm not saying this for any other drug. I just mean marijuana specifically. There's no argument for, unless you believe that t tobacco, cigarettes, and, um, and alcohol should also be illegal. There's no reason marijuana should be illegal. Just specifically in the context of those three. Okay. Other drugs, that's a whole different conversation. I don't like the false equivalents. I, I, cigarettes are not a real high, but it's a real addiction. Yeah, and the health consequences are real. Well, 
in More generally real than generally <sighs> the health benefits or or effects of cigarettes are pretty much the same health benefits or, or not benefits uh health health issues that smoking marijuana is going to cause no, it is a huge not. amount of tar buildup in your lungs from inhaling burning with twigs no because the rates between the two are different sure and you don't smoke unless you're literally like there's people you've seen will chain smoke all day long yes and i've also seen people who chain smoke marijuana okay all well day those long. people probably yeah have okay, a high so now, now we have to figure out which which uh field um what, what is it, which stats we're going to be following i don't believe cigarettes should be made illegal people should be free to I, smoke I if they want to same no, thing no, with? I, I didn't say i didn't say cigarettes should become illegal i officially said it was too late Mm-hmm. for cigarettes for alcohol for now it's officially too late for marijuana now how is the government going to say oh we fucked up we a third time we, no, we, we were wrong. we were right about it the legal. first time when it was legal we were wrong about the sec- making it illegal a second time yeah they and then were we wrong were, about it making it illegal okay, in the first place it's not what i'm saying it's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is that they can't literally turn around and say i'm sorry we were wrong a third time around this is now a leapfrog of we were we were we were wrong, but let's make it illegal. We were wrong, let's make it legal. Or no, it was we were wrong to make it le- uh, to have made it legal. Let's make it illegal. And it's like oh okay, well we were wrong about making it illegal. Let's make it legal again. And you can't go back after that. Yeah. How many times could you possibly be wrong? According to the government, every time, just every time. Well, if they don't pass it and the liberal and the liberals lose and conservatives come back in power, then it might not be made legal. But I don't think that's going to happen because most Canadians want it. And on top of that, I think that's how Trudeau is going to campaign. Like he needs, you know how he needs like a big win so that he'll do what they want. So that like he'll do it right at the right before the next election, which is why it's happening. Like they're going to start rolling it out, but it's really going to be like implemented before the next election so that it helps. He's like, look, I gave you marijuana. Vote for me again. What is he going to give them the second time around? They already got their marijuana. Is he giving them heroin? Crack cocaine? Ecstasy? Well, we're going to have to see what his campaign is going to be this time. I guess time. we're going to have to see. And It'll it, be it, like environment bullshit, probably. Yeah. That's see, what he's gonna run it's going on. to be a lot harder to convince drug addicts to vote for him a second mm-hmm. time around once he legalizes marijuana and nobody wants to leave the house anymore. I... I there are plenty of cities where marijuana is legal and readily available and people are functioning fine. My, <laughs> first of all, um, people that are functioning fine on marijuana are people that were functioning fine on marijuana when it was illegal. My problem with it, with it was the new is, is going to be the new generation that's going to grow up with their parents smoking it. Uh, continuously, regularly around them, them feeling absolutely zero stigma to wait for any kind of legal age, which again wasn't already happening, but now it's completely available and legal on every street corner. Now generations are going to be growing up, going to school completely high off their ass, and people what 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 happened when what? as opposed to now where they're doing exactly that anyways. No, no, I knew people that smoked a lot of pot in high school, and you know what? They they're still smoking a lot of pot and not doing much with their lives. That's that's the honest fact there is that most of the people I knew that, that went on their tangents and joined fucking uh, art clubs and like to smoke, uh, smoke a lot of pot and get really high are still doing that with their lives. Not people I knew. Mm-hmm. Well, some are, some aren't. 
the thing with marijuana though is it's a little bit different than alcohol because in a way the fact that they've 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 um just let me get through this thought okay in a in in a way the way that they've rolled out marijuana uh, highlighting the meta medical benefits of it and and as like a way of treatment as opposed to alcohol which is rolled out as like a form of recreation no one says treat your anxiety with alcohol right but you not anymore they don't they used to okay but i mean but that's why the same thing about cigarettes fine They're, they're rolling out marijuana the exact same way they rolled out cigarettes with hey you're you're what, what are you you're stressed out have a cigarette you're stressed out have a bottle of wine you're stressed out have okay, a drink. well, have now we have more data available to and look yeah, at. And yeah, we're rolling out marijuana the exact right, same way. Right, because we've, we've been looking at some of the health consequences. And there are health consequences to marijuana, which what I was trying to get at, which is one of the, which is the point. With, with alcohol, for example, um, young, being underage, like the risk with being underage and consuming lots of alcohol is a underage people tend to binge drink. They tend to get into car accidents. They like they do stupid things under the influence. The effects on their body is not really that much. Like they're still young and resilient and the amount of alcohol that they like, they'll be fine if they stop drinking that way when they're older. But with marijuana, the reason that that's different is in fact, marijuana actually has consequences if you do it younger as opposed to older, which it has long term memory effects. Right. So if you were over the age of 18 or somewhere around that age, and you smoke marijuana and you do it regularly, there'll be memory problems. But once you stop, after five years of stopping, your memory will, for most part, the neuroplasticity of your brain will return to whatever it was before. Hopefully it'll return. Well, that's what they've found. That's what the research has found. But the research has found that if those who smoke copious amounts of marijuana at a younger age under the age of 18 might actually have long-term memory like problems. But then again, it again, like it's just but like the physical health issues like are related to this is more related to marijuana consumption. Like if you smoke it or like if you eat it and put it in your food, there's very little, very like almost zero. I although I could be wrong about this, but zero health consequences. I will say that for now and then fact check myself later and issue a correction if I am wrong. Okay, okay. So once again. I, I knew kids that were smoking pot with their parents as young as 11 with their parents as young as 11 uh, back when I was shit almost 10 years ago maybe no well, more than 10 years ago it's almost closer to 15 years ago they, they, they were smoking pot this, uh, do you think they have productive jobs do you, do you think they do anything other than live at home I don't know but I know lots of people who smoke a lot of weed and are I, I don't think you know what a lot of weed is productive people i don't okay. think you know what a lot of any weed, weed they smoke weed regularly no, smoking and weed regularly and smoking a lot of weed regularly are two very different things you also yeah. have to take into account people who mix continuously alcohol and marijuana uh, as long as well as other drugs since once your alcohol lowers your inhibitions and marijuana makes you stupid uh, more so than the alcohol does and they interact upon each other and make you super stupid and susceptible to uh peer pressure or suggestion, because people always forget about the, the fact that drugs and alcohol absolutely impede your state of mind, and sometimes permanently. 
Yeah, well, it, there's so different they, effects. So they were more susceptible to do more drugs. Well, well, they always told us that marijuana is a gateway drug, but they never quite explained how. So we, we could actually take a look at it and say, yes, this is how marijuana would make you more susceptible to worse influences in your life. Okay, but the studies, the research doesn't show that. The research shows that most people who are smoke marijuana, the only other drugs they do is tobacco and alcohol. Other than that, they don't engage in other drug use. What? 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 There has been plenty of research I, on drug use I behavior. I will point out uh, who, who, drug use behavior from my personal experience, uh, from my, my short time uh, living abroad, uh, as I'm going to refer to it as. I have met all kinds of people from all walks of life and drug use. Uh, you know what they all had in common? Mm -hmm. They all smoked pot. Okay. All of them smoked pot, regardless. Of anything else. They, they all smoked pot. And they did heroin. And they smoked crack. And they did everything else. Uh, for, done for, for your research, do. regularly do. Okay. They regularly smoke pot. And they regularly do heroin. And they regularly okay. do cocaine. And they regularly do crack. Okay. So for that your research, to show that over. most of these people don't transition to other drugs or don't do anything else other than smoke cigarettes might not be uh, legitimate research. Maybe, maybe I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Maybe it's just bad statistical uh, statistical no, analysis. Maybe your sample size isn't again. isn't fantastic. This is samples of millions of people that has looked at drug use research over time, and they have found that over there's a, over like seventy percent of the population will. Mo okay, so again, about eighty percent of the population engages in alcohol use. Okay. Okay. Like if you ask a question in the past in the past month, have you had a drink of alcohol? 80% of the population well no, actually like 60% of the population will say yes, 80% will say in the past year they've had a drink with alcohol in it. Okay? Mm -hmm. When it comes to marijuana, it's about 30% of the population of, this is North American research for the most part. About 30% who say that to, yes to the question of they've had marijuana in the past year and about like 20% that will say that yes, they've had marijuana in the past month. And then there's about like 10% that say that they do illicit drug use, like anything more than marijuana, so heroin, all of that, blah, blah, blah. Within the past month, there's a higher proportion that will say within a past year, and then there's a higher proportion that will ask if there's a lifetime. Okay. So that's how they get those kinds of statistics. Okay. Now, I may be off a little bit on the proportions, but there's a larger proportion. Like if you look at the population of the United States or in Canada, there's a larger proportion of Canadians that smoke marijuana and there's a small that ha will answer yes to the question of how do you smoke marijuana in the past month, in the past year and lifetime compared to people who will say yes to the question of have you engaged in opiate uh, use or uh, like crack, cocaine, crystal meth. Um, all sorts of like things like that. So okay. all sorts of those kinds of drugs, it'll be a smaller proportion. So you always have a higher number of people saying that they will have used marijuana and a lower number people of people. who do crack. Yes. Okay. That, that, uh, obviously, 
There's clearly less crackheads in the world than there are people who smoke pot. But if you were, if alcohol, if marijuana was a gateway drug, then the the ratios between the two would be the same. There would be equal amounts of people who smoke marijuana and equal amounts of people who do that crack and cocaine. And depends on a the social circles you travel within, the kind of questions you ask, how you ask the questions, and whether it's crack cocaine that you're leading to. It could be mushrooms. It could be acid. It could be bath salts. Yeah, we ask. Literally every single one of those questions, and then afterwards you look and you code based okay, on the so type. Okay, so now of thing. my question is, who is your sample size? This is based on like monitoring the future, which is like a, a study. Sometimes it's high school kids. Sometimes these are millions. Okay, these so are so so gateway drug, as in it, it gets you into a certain perspective, into it eventually. So high school students, okay, they might be a bit young, high but high school students, but college I, I, students. I know a lot of students and college students who do a lot of cocaine. Data, census data, just general. There's surveys that are done by government and non-government organizations every few years, and they look at that data and they look at it. So you have, like, for example, when I was talking about generational research, that was a sample of over 10 million people. Okay, so, so this more is a sample of like 10 million people, something like that too. We have a, like every four years, governments issue out surveys to people in high schools, in universities, in all sorts of different settings and ask them about all sorts of behaviors so that we have an understanding what proportion of the population is doing X, what proportion of the population is doing Y. It's just general population research. Stats Canada is doing this. We can go look at Stats Canada right now and these statistics will be there. Mm. Is anyone doing any kind of stats to find out how many people lie to Stats Canada? We have validity questions. There's questions set up in a way where we ask the same thing as the same thing with different wordings, and if people don't answer similarly, we eliminate that person. Okay, so your sample size started out big. What is the final sample size that you end up with after you take people out of it? Again, because we do this every couple years, there's millions. There's millions. There's millions over time? Yeah. And again, what, who is your sample group? Every every four years when they do this, it's about, like, for example, when I did the Ontario who? student drug who? use, which was the students. Who? Students. Is this, yeah. is this all students? I, my sample is about 3,000 people right now. Is it now. all students? The one that I'm working with? Yeah. Okay, so the stats that you're talking about is no, just no, no, students. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm just using okay, the so example. Okay, so then I'm going to ask the question again. Who is your sample? For Stats Canada? For whatever you're talking about. Okay, we you have to look at how Stats Canada okay, collects data. You're telling the me data. that you've collected this much data, you have 30 million people, and you can't tell me who the sample group is? I haven't done this. This is the research that has been done okay, on drug well. use behavior. Stats Canada. However, Stats Canada gets their sample every few years. They get about 10,000 people, I think. And then over time, that adds up. And you look each year, okay. and then you combine over a bunch of years. So what about those people that Stats Canada can't reach? Mostly the drug addicts. That's where I come in. Okay, so what, what, is, so what percentage of people are drug addicts based on your research and based on your interviews? Specifically? Specifically. Okay, so I personally um, looked at data for about 400 individuals. I have access to data... Um, for more than that, about 2,000 that I'm looking at, but I can t and I haven't done my own analysis, but I know that it has been done, so I can go find the study and find out. If I reveal too much about the study, though, I guess I'll be doxxed because it's not that hard to. But anyway, 
Um, but based on just doing data entry, they will be from drug users. From, these are homeless people who are living on the streets, living in shelters, living in rooming houses, who are transitioning every few months. They're living in tents, all sorts of places. Not all of them are actually drug users. So out of, um, out of the like 400 that I'm talking about, maybe half of them will say yes to drug use. In the, including marijuana, not cigarettes and alcohol. So they don't include cigarettes and alcohol under illicit drug use? No, they do, but those are measured differently. differently. So they don't include them? They Okay, so we have three measures. Okay, so I'm going I'm okay, to tell right. you. So out of, out of the homeless people that live under bridges in tents, only half of them identify as drug users. Okay. <clears throat> so. Or admit to using drugs. So. About, I think about... Not including alcohol okay. and marijuana. Okay, so there'll be a certain proportion. Like, like, I don't know in the top of my head how much, but there will be a certain proportion who, will, if we ask, have you smoked cigarettes, alcohol... We ask these individually. Cigarettes, alcohol, uh, marijuana. We do those three individually. And then we have a separate where we ask a series including mushrooms, crystal meth, crack cocaine. Um, uh, we ask about opiates. We ask about like a, a whole variety of different things. And then we ask, have you used in the past um, 30 days in the past year or like never? Right. Or lifetime. Okay, so, so how many have, of them say never? So a so majority of people like I will say a high proportion, a low proportion will say never. Okay, so that they will have so, never. So hold on, okay. hold on, hold on. Wait, but Let, never what? Never can, had can you, alcohol. Can you just state that clearly? A very low proportion of people living under bridges and are completely homeless uh, will admit to never doing drugs. No, do you mean alcohol, tobacco, or opiates? I'm pretty sure I said all. All drugs. All drugs. Okay, but in the entire population, there's like at least there's a very low proportion okay, of people but who you will can't say that they've never had alcohol. Alcohol and cigarettes as a side category, and then be like, and then have you done any other drugs? Why not? Uh, because marijuana is a drug, and alcohol know, also has an extent that that goes okay, to di not. different degrees. Does it not? Doing alcohol isn't doing alcohol. Doing al alcohol is a societal right uh, thing that we so do socially. Most people drink alcohol. Over ninety percent of the population will say right. yes so to I, have I, ever consumed. So I, so I really don't care about the people who say yes to alcohol. Okay, fine. I care about people. I also don't care very much about people who smoke because that's okay. not part of our argument. Okay. Uh, or or the conversation. I care about people who smoke pot. Okay, so there'll be a high. Per there'll be like it's about fifty fifty or sixty forty somewhere around that who will say never. Okay. For pot, there'll be there's actually a lot of homeless people who have never smoked pot in their life. That's that it's okay. So that does happen, okay. Um, and there's still a there's still a proportion of them that haven't done um, other drugs more than pot either. But there's a higher proportion that have done pot alone than those who have done anything other than pot, not including alcohol and tobacco. I'm having a really hard time believing this. Now, no, I'm not saying you're not you're lying. I'm just saying I'm having a really hard time believing that this. That being homeless itself leads to drug use. So there is so when you look at engaging in drug use before and after homelessness happens, 
whether drug use. So, so there's a proportion of people who are drug addicts and then they become homeless. Okay, those exist. Mm-hmm. Those people exist. Yes. Okay, but when you look at people who are homeless and see if their drug use, illicit drug use, including marijuana, even not alcohol and tobacco, but illicit drug use, including marijuana after or before being homeless, that actually happens for, for not including that proportion that I just mentioned, that happens after becoming homeless. So a lot of being on the streets because of the culture there and the mental illness and the anxiety and the depression and the just being it readily available there, there, there's, everywhere There's a lot you of things are. you added there that I might not 100% agree with. Um, generally, people who have a higher tendency of becoming homeless are in, in a different field. Uh, may, maybe a lot more impulsive individuals who have a slower threshold. So I, I'm not surprised that they, they end up on the streets and then start doing drugs. No, because something happens to them. They they get into a car accident and then they can't work anymore and they lose their jobs. And like it's also keep in mind, like there's a difference between, again, youth homelessness and adult homelessness. People who are homeless as kids and running away from homes and stuff like that is a different group than people who become homeless or people who are homeless in their adulthood. And youth homelessness is actually, yeah, kids will do drugs more. Okay. Anyway, so yeah. But I mean, there's no, I mean, the, the research just doesn't, from what I, again, I'll look into this more, but there's really no evidence that says that marijuana is a gateway drug because more people do marijuana than they do other drugs. And I'm... I'm sorry I have to hold this belief, or, or at least this position, but I fundamentally disagree with that point. Uh, uh, because every single person I have known through through most of my teenage years smoked pot and did other drugs. I don't know where why you guys aren't finding the sample group that refuses to answer, either doesn't answer the questions, honestly, or you guys just haven't found them. That or absolutely maybe it's anecdotal evidence. Maybe it's just that sure, circle that sure, you've sure. been exposed that, to. That circle that I've been exposed to is, is, is a very large percentage of people who are drug addicts who do all the drugs. Yeah. Um, People who do illicit drugs also do marijuana, but not everyone who does marijuana does illicit drugs. Do you know the percentages? I just said, like, for example, percentages, percentages, about 40 percent of the population will say yes to the question of smoking marijuana in the past year. Or we'll say yes to the population of smoke. Fifty percent, sixty percent will say yes to the smoking of marijuana in a lifetime. Okay. Okay. Sixty percent of the population will admit to smoking marijuana throughout their lifetime. In their lifetime. In their lifetime. Ever, just ever. even once, ever. Sure. Okay. Just like, just like Obama only smoked pot once, but right. he didn't inhale, and George Bush did cocaine, but he also didn't inhale. Okay. So about sixty to seventy will say yes if you ever. Oh, sixty to seventy. Yeah. Okay. So so it's not even sixty; it's actually Something up to seventy. There. I don't okay. know exactly. So seventy percent of the population admits to smoking pot. I think so. At some somewhere point in their that, life. Somewhere around that. Over well. the course of a lifetime. A study over the course of a study that only captures about how many people a year? No, this is over studies that have captured millions of people because it's the same okay. average. Okay. Like they do the same study every few years. This okay. is over in North America, of millions of people. 
Okay. So okay. Peop- so so seventy percent of the population admits to doing drugs or at least at least smoking, smoking marijuana, marijuana ever in their lifetime. Ever if you ask seventy percent of the population admits to smoking marijuana at some point in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. If you about less than thirty to forty, again, I could. I don't know why I'm getting these numbers. This is based on memory. I'll have to look into. We'll say yes to the question. Have you done any of the following drugs in a lifetime? Okay. And that in ecstasy, MDMA, um, crack, cocaine, heroin, opium, whatever. So... I'll say about 40 would say lifetime less than 40 of the general population or 40 of the 70 percent 40 oh hmm. because that's a very that's a very big difference 40 of the general population but they will overlap are you sure about that or no they look at a sample of millions of people and say they just they just round anyone who says yes or no to the okay, question. Okay so 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 70% it, admit to smoking pot but 40% admit to smoking. So on, on average more people uh, to lifetime. Lifetime, lifetime. So out of all the people that's that's uh, smoked pot throughout at any point throughout their lifetime no, 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 also no. I said out of just the uh, so you take 10 million people. Let's take 10 million people. And if 70% of them admit to smoking marijuana at some point in their Okay. In then their you ask the 10 million people. You don't take that yeah, yes, 70% yes, yes. I, I, I understand how people. statistics work. And yes. that means that over over half of the people who smoke marijuana admit to doing other drugs. Because 40% and 70%, right? Because it's 35%, which is half a 70%. So 40% is officially over half a 70%. That means over but half no, of the population, over half of the population, uh, the people who smoke marijuana. That's not an accurate mar- way of sampling it. it You'd have to it, it, take it that 70% and then ask only run the analysis within that 70% to actually see how much it is. You'd have to ask within people who said yes to marijuana, then you'd have to see. Because you're running the same people. That's double counting. Yes, because these people have to be double counted. No. Yes. You take because out the of same that people 70%. who smoke marijuana could be the same people that absolutely did crack cocaine. Every okay, which goes back to people who do crack cocaine are more likely to smoke are probably also smoke marijuana, but not everyone who smokes marijuana smokes crack cocaine. Yes, I know how statistics work. That, if you that, do that's a why, list of drugs, that's you why probably it's more do than, all of the drugs. That's why it's more than half of the people who smoke marijuana. Because it's chances not. are, if you don't even smoke pot, then you, you, if you've never even smoked pot, why would you fucking do crack cocaine? Yeah, sure. Especially since the study's been going for how many years? And marijuana is a very acceptable drug, which is technically my point. That if you don't even smoke pot, why would you do crack cocaine? Why would you do heroin? Because you start off at one point. So if 70% of the people admit to, to at some point smoking pot and 40% of all people admit to doing other illicit substances. In a lifetime. In a lifetime. It, it, I, don't care. I, don't care. I don't care what the time frame is. If a percentage of people admit and another percentage uh, uh, and within that same group, another percentage admits 
to doing other drugs. But it's drugs. not within. You're not. I'm not saying it's within that same group. But fine. Even let's say within that same. How group, can it not be within the same group? We're only talking about one group. No, because you have to then separate those people out of the sample. But we're talking about the same group. We're not taking it's, different but groups. But there might be people who are actually in that group who don't do both, who Shit. do one or which the is, other. Which is which is which is which is which is not something other. we know and not the information we have in front of us. But I'm willing to make a goddamn educated guess and say that the people who've never smoked pot are not the people who did crack cocaine. Okay. Okay, but then so, how do you... So then I can say that out of the people that did crack cocaine, the majority of them smoked pot. Okay. No? Can I, can I not say that? Can I, can I not of, make that yes, educated yes. assumption? Out of the people who smoked crack cocaine, right. yes. So chances are the overlay but is, is that people who did first. illicit drugs are the ones that did... Well, I am going to make an educated guess once again and say that you don't start off with crack cocaine. You might start off with alcohol. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, usually you need to Right, escalate. and well, my okay. point is that it's right. That that's actually my one of my narratives. That's actually one of my main narratives is people escalate. They start off as, as creepy little people who like Okay, I'm I'm, I'm not going to okay, go into a weird place. That, that would the people start relevant to whether they're illegal or not. What? So then alcohol and cigarettes are just as much as gateway drugs. All drugs are gateway drugs, if that's your argument. Cigarettes then. are not likely to be gateway drugs because the high is so small and minuscule that it doesn't really, it's not, most people don't even consider it a high. Although it is, and it's incredibly addictive high, most people don't consider it because it almost doesn't register. But we all know the goddamn feeling of that very first fucking cigarette in the morning. But most people it gives who you do drugs smoke cigarettes. Okay, that's my other point that I keep making. But if you want to get into it, I will gladly get into it. That's because people who smoke cigarettes have a higher... Higher... What the fuck is the word? Um, higher tendency to be more impulsive and not make proper planning in, in, in their life. Also, not give a shit. Mm -hmm. If you're already smoking cigarettes, which we all know are deadly, then you have a higher chance of actually doing other things, like other risk at-risk behaviors, as the psychologists like to call it. Yeah. So, cigarettes are my signifier for you already participating in risky behavior. Mm -hmm. Okay. So th th that's that's not a gateway. That's just a signifier. So if you chances are more than seventy five percent of the population, I'm willing to say more than eighty five percent of the population admit to smoking cigarettes at one point in their lifetime. So that that's also an overlay claiming that most people who smoke pot will also smoke cigarettes because that's just the way that works. You smoke, you smoke, you smoke. If you can't smoke pot at work, you're going to smoke a cigarette but at work to calm yourself wait, down. Wait, hold on. Most people, but how do you know cigarettes didn't come first and then pot came? Uh, I didn't say they didn't. I said that people in in my book, people in, who so have a tendency to smoke cigarettes are already at, uh, in a category of at-risk behavior. I'm not so saying if you that do cigarettes any type are. Of drug, you're at risk to do more to drugs. Okay. And over okay. 85 so, percent so, of the so population. So there, there you go. Now, 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 now you're literally drugs. arguing my point that uh, everything is a gateway drug. Then, to the same extent that. Yes, yes, exactly like I said. You smoke pot, you drink fucking alcohol. It makes you stupid. It makes you more susceptible to encourage to uh, peer pressure and other behavior. Uh, what's it called? Just be more susceptible to and open-minded to doing other things. So you start smoking cigarettes, and then you start smoking pot, and then uh, you you smoke cigarettes, you smoke pot, you drink a bunch of alcohol, and someone goes, "You want to try some coke?" And you go, "Okay, sure, why not?" And up the nose it goes. But you're still not explaining why so many people can drink alcohol alone and not do other drugs 
Uh, and well, alcohol ones- is a drug, as you yourself just pointed out. Yeah, and it, 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 it might be a drug. gateway drug to smoking. It might be a gateway drug to God knows what. But why, why would they not do other drugs? I don't know. Alcohol is enough. Alcohol is cheap. It's readily available. It's everywhere. It's not an illegal substance. Uh, but you know what? Uh, high, a very high... Okay, I'm not going to say a very high. A high percentage of people who do get into uh, the addictive cycle of drinking, binge drinking, and or alcoholism uh, absolutely fuck their lives up forever. Yeah, yeah, but they don't always engage in other drug use. In fact, That's right, because they very- don't need to. The alcohol is available everywhere. It is everywhere, all the time. It is the most... So- this is why I say this comes from my very progressive side when I say it is too late because alcohol is something that we have been... Um, raised with uh societally incorporated into our lives it has historically been ingrained into human society and one of the reasons most of us exist right because because guys uh, our, our parents fucked while drunk as shit because that's the way this works this this is just this is just this is just the way society works at this point it will, like my I, parents were good religious people so. your parents were good religious people i guarantee you my parents fucked when they were drunk all the time. In fact, I'm not going to get into any weird stories. But about my parents, if, about my parents. Uh, if the, all the point, drugs were the, gateway drugs, I'm not saying. I never said all drugs are gateway drugs. I am saying being raised on a society based on uh, alcohol acceptance. No one has a problem with alcohol unless they come from a family full of alcoholics. Then there's a stigma behind it that they personally have seen. Because nobody has a big stigma against smoking up until recently when society, the Canadian government, decided to put a stigma on smoking and taxes. Don't forget the fucking taxes. Because most people, people can use drugs and not develop an addiction. Um, no. Even when it comes to those illicit no. drugs. No. no. Okay. I, I have never seen a study that says most people can do heroin and not develop an addiction. I, I'm pretty sure those studies don't exist. Uh, so I'm you pretty don't sure think most people, people who have only done heroin once in their life and never wanted to do it again. I'm sure there are a select few people who've done heroin once in their life and never want to do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know who those people are? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I've never met an individual who's done heroin once in their life and went, eh. I'm, I'm going to admit that uh, I have on occasion done a bunch of cocaine. Uh, I did not like it. it, it as, uh, I know honest, lots of people who did cocaine once or twice and then never did again. Right, once or twice. Uh, yeah. th- the point is, is that I know a lot of other people, uh, and I know quite a few other people, names will not be named, who have done cocaine with me, uh, and, then, and then when I refused to do cocaine with them on numerous occasions, they went out and did a fuck ton of cocaine with other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they will continue to do cocaine with other people, and they will always do cocaine with. Okay, maybe not but always. At some point, things get really, really, really hectic, and people have to make a decision in their life whether they're going to pursue the cocaine addiction or the, whether they're going to, you know, try to be productive human beings in life. Uh, unless you come from a weird fucking place of trauma where you need to drown out the pain of something, uh, chances are you could probably wean yourself off of the cocaine. And uh, as far as I understand from the people who used to do massive amounts of cocaine, just smoke pot and drink beer once in a while or some liquor. Uh, it's not like they're, you know, you know, the age old thing of like, you don't get rid of addictions. You just replace them with other addictions. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So, so they don't necessarily replace their cocaine addiction uh, or get rid of their cocaine addiction. They just dull out the need to do mass amount of cocaine with smoking pot and drinking a bunch of beer. I know people who don't like drinking. I, I know lots of people who don't like drinking. Uh, some people don't like drinking because it makes them angry and violent. Some people don't like drinking because it, they don't see a point to it. Yeah. But everyone's got their vice. I, I don't know a single person who doesn't have a vice. May it be religion. May it, may it be being right. May it be caffeine. Uh, everyone has a vice. The question is, where does that vice take you? The question is, how do you deal with that vice? And how, 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 uh, how adaptive you are, I guess? How resilient you are, how well you can take uh, the situations you're in. You, you can know people who have been clean for years and just everything falls apart in their life and they just go, fuck it, heroin and arm. Right, but like there's the, the thing is the addiction, there's a difference between drug use and addiction. And I, you, you, you refuse to acknowledge the fact that the majority of the population can use drugs without getting addicted and those who tend to get addicted are ones who usually have other forms of mental illness and that addiction is a way of dealing with that mental illness that's that's i i I don't want to poo poo all over half of the words you just said go ahead (sighs) okay people with mental problems mental diseases are just people uh yeah i think everyone everyone has some some issue yeah everyone has some sort of trauma everyone has some sort of issue everyone has some sort of problems in life it all depends on how we deal with them uh you you yourself keep telling keep saying you want to actually do research on resilience Mm -hmm. to see what makes one person overcome issues uh more 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 adaptively than other people who want to deal with their issues by injecting a fuck ton of heroin into their arm and just go to sleep for the next 48 hours until you have to get up and take a dick in the ass uh, for another 40 bucks so they can go back to sleep for another 48 hours. Um, I, I'm sorry I have to use a, a, no, it's fine. a very extreme example. But, but those I've read stories. You, you have. You have. You've read those stories. You know who these people are. You know the people that become prostitutes who mm-hmm. just make enough money to get their next hit of heroin and um, who, who buy the hotel room. Yeah. Uh, let, let a bunch of people do a bunch of weird shit to them. And hopefully not get fucking murdered that night. Just so they can get their next hit of heroin and just go to sleep for 48 hours. Uh, you've read about them. I have met these people. I have spent time with these people. I've spoken to these people. Okay, I, what does that have to do with the fact that the majority of people can use drugs and not become addicted? Depends on the drugs. Depends on the addiction. Depends on the feelings. Not everyone knows what it's like to drift off into the warm embrace of heroin. Some people just do coke and go, eh, not for me, and expect all of the drugs to be cocaine. Some people smoke pot and go, eh, not for me, and never try anything else. Well, you touched on something about people who can't cope. So maybe it's not the drug, it's your ability to cope. And people who have a low coping ability are more likely to fall into addiction. Someone who has, you know, is a strong person who's resilient, who has a good support system, can drink, can do drugs, can try ecstasy for a good time, and then go back to their job on Monday and not do it for another year. Right. And not have a problem. Right. Whereas someone else, because they don't have those things and they're low resilience and they're depressed and they're whatever, will start escaping into the ecstasy. Okay. So I'm just saying that, like, so when you ask the question of life, and so, and keep in mind that, Again, so we're, I keep trying to differentiate between lifetime use and like past year use and past month use. And there's a reason we do that because there's a difference 
and the type of person who does it within those contexts, given the type of age. Right, but but again, context. Why I bring this up? Some people learn to deal with their problems via alcohol. They sit down and they drink for fun. And then one day, they have a really bad day and they choose to turn to alcohol to try to cheer themselves up. The alcohol will not have that effect on them when they're in a bad mood and maybe give them a small painless feeling that they might, might want to make them escape. They might slowly slip further and further into alcohol every goddamn night that they come home and feel unhappy and try to recapture that feeling of numbness that the alcohol gives them. So they'll continue to escape into alcohol. But it's not Maybe the alcohol at some point the doctor tells them that they uh, actually have a fractured finger somewhere and they can have some of these opioids to make the pain go away. And they take the opioids and they love the feeling of the opioids more than anything else. And they forget about the alcohol. Now they want to get their hands on the opioids because the opioids make them feel like the alcohol made them feel earlier. We also haven't even touched on how continuous alcohol use well, a continuous drug use changes your brain. Like each time, like one time that you use a drug has a certain effect and then another time and repeat it. It's repeated drug use that actually leads to ad addiction and the change, like the, the neuroplasticity well, changes in your brain. Sure. So it, it's, 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 also, it's also plateaus. Stuff. You have to th consider drug plateaus as well. The first time you do it, like a lot of people will uh, openly admit that the first time they've ever tried a drug is the best best that drug has ever been for them in their right. entire life because and it opens a completely brand new experience that they're always going to try and go back and recapture but they will never recapture it because because that, that's the whole point it's a brand new experience it's it's this, it's this magical opening of the feeling now they know what that feeling uh, is the, the hedonic treadmill will never allow them to regain that feeling again so what do, what do they do they try they, they try to reach that reach that plateau again by doing more and more and more and in fact they'll even layer drugs to do it to do it again but it depends right. on the experience of when they did it, how they did it, where they were trying to get when they did it, or occasionally just because they were trying to have fun. Some people don't need drugs. They do have to have fun. Right, but I'm just, so like I'm saying, okay, fine. So maybe there's like a semi-level of addiction that everybody develops once they start engaging in any drug use. I, I, don't, I don't know how comfortable I feel about saying that, but okay. Well, but, if you want to talk about resilience yourself, what, what makes the person I'm resilient? Just, I'm just saying that, like, so, like, it's the problem with drugs, because there's there could be a lot of, like, you can talk about pros and cons, like, even alcohol use. Or we talked about, for example, like, smoking, and how even with the health consequences, smoking can sometimes help people get jobs can somehow get make people get connections, can help them network, can help them find friends, can help them. So, right, so there are, but I'm just trying to say some, it's me, but, but smoking is, again, it's, 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 smoking is a different type of drug than the other drugs. But I just mean, like, majority of people can use drugs, and then there's this subset that abuse drugs. Yep. Why should the subset that abuse, A, ruin it for everybody else, And B, maybe that subset, there's something else going on that leads them to their addiction and to the abuse. And it's usually escaping, that need to escape, or the, the raises in dopamine levels or serotonin levels, or maybe you have some different chemical imbalance in your brain. Like, there could be all sorts of things. I just, that those, 
individuals that end up becoming addicts, it's not necessarily drug. Maybe they would have been addicted. To, maybe if alcohol didn't exist in this world, they would have become addicted to something else. Maybe it's just people who need to escape. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of research okay. that goes well, on in addiction. There, there's a little bit less research that needs to go into it because you got to take into consideration um, the native population of Canada, for example. Why do I want to point them out? I want to point them out because they do not have a history of alcohol use. I am from the Soviet Union. Uh, I, I am Russian. Russians uh, like to drink their vodka. Uh, it, it's, it's a long history of vodka use and alcohol use. And it's a long history of alcoholism as well. Yeah. I, I will Russia not, I will, has insane rates of liver cancer, like all sorts of shit. Russia didn't officially classify a, a beer as alcohol up until like 10 years ago. So let's 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 just let the Soviet fucking anyway <coughs> anyway, but 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 the people who didn't have alcohol within their how long have we been going fifty five minutes minus two minutes okay uh, the people who didn't grow up with alcohol in their culture uh, who haven't had generational uses of alcohol uh, actually have uh, well if you look at the Asians they have a lower uh, tolerance for it they, they don't process it as well but the native population who almost has none of it uh, actually have a really high addiction rate yeah uh, they, they, they don't have the coping mechanism they, they don't maybe don't, they don't metabolize it properly and they have an incredibly high addiction rate especially since it's everywhere well I think yeah maybe there's like a genetic um, like European cultures or other cultures have had had alcohol in their history might have created some sort of immunity because it's really interesting that there's different like there is cultural differences of how alcohol affects you even types of food like like Indian food is spicier for a reason and their digestive systems have been built in no, a way no they haven't no, I'm sorry I'm sorry there's a reason there, there's a reason they shit in the streets Okay, no, they, I, they I, no, 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 I'm sorry. I eat, I eat Indian food and I also want to shit in the street. Okay, but we don't, yes, no, like, the, 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 that's a whole separate thing. It has nothing to do with the food. I'm just saying that, like, different, you build different tastes and immunity. I, I don't think that the way Indians poop is any different than the way I poop after eating Indian food. Like Chinese people or Japanese people, for instance, seem to have a lower, not Japanese actually, just Chinese people, I think. That have a lower it's tolerance for um, alcohol. Yeah. No, it's it's absolutely Japanese. If you watch no, enough anime, they have you'll sake see. And sake and no Japanese people drink. Not a lot. No, no, not a lot. They 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 even have the stereotype in anime: the person who's got a few drinks and is drunk off his ass. They drink and they drink a lot. They just don't metabolize yeah. the alcohol. Uh, and their as vodka fast. is like twenty percent vodka. Right. Yeah. So they, they'll take a couple of shots and they'll get drunk for a longer, for a much longer duration. While other people who grew up with alcohol, or or raised or have a culture of alcohol, um, their their systems genetically passed on and know how to metabolize the the liquor. Yeah, and like, and there's even so there's research that actually has shown that like what. So what me and you do, for example, of having one or two beers a night, that's actually has health benefits as opposed to this culture of binge drinking. No, I'm serious. I'm not making Sorry, this up. Sorry, you, you guys couldn't see me winking at her. Uh, I was like, yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. 
Uh, one or two cigarettes a day absolutely has all the health benefits. One or two glasses of wine a day absolutely has all the health benefits. One or two joints a day, Either, all all look, the health benefits. Binge, You'll live longer. Binge drinking, not drinking for a whole week, and then binge drinking on the weekends, which is a lot of our millennial culture, is what we do with our friends when we go out, when we go to clubs, when we go to restaurants. People have they don't drink throughout the week. Drinking regularly, a few days a week is actually healthier for you than not drinking throughout the week and then getting smashed on weekends. Right, but what 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 if you don't drink all week and then you have two beers at the end of the week? That's fine. Okay, so... Yeah. Again, mo- moderation more than... Uh, but this idea that people drinking. think that, like, getting smashed on the weekends and stuff like that... People like, think? People, like that's that's having a these and these are not addiction is that addiction is get uh, maybe do people look forward to getting wasted on the weekend yeah yes I guess. yeah we, we, okay okay uh up until not too long ago me and you were getting together with people on friday nights and literally clearing three or four bottles of hard liquor there, there was a four of us and we cleared yeah, at least we four younger, bottles of yeah. liquor a night yeah and we all wake up feeling like shit the next day and on the horrible and when you're younger, your hangovers weren't that bad. Now yeah, okay. Like we we also really learned to eat while drinking and a bunch of other stuff. But like eventually, we even we learned that we can't keep keep up with the hard liquor, um, hard liquor run. But what, what what are you supposed to do? You get together with your people. You you you're you're celebrating the fact that you're off of work and you're gonna get the next couple of days off, and you just get escapist, I guess. You 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 run to the thing that makes you forget about what the fuck you've been doing all week. Some people more than others. You and you, for instance, uh, may, may have been trying to escape from reading all those horrible stories of people continuously being abused by their close, by the people closest to them. Yeah. Like th- that's some fucked up shit to continue reading all week long and having to fucking punch it in as data and re- recap it to, to 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 like the world, and then only think of these people as numbers later. No, that's not what happens. Go on. Yeah, I don't think of people these people as numbers. I should, but I don't. Um, I think of these people as numbers. Uh, 75%, 20%, 30%, 40%. 70% of people smoke pot. 40% of people do coke. Yeah, a lot of people smoke pot. I'm willing to bet but, the majority is no I don't know how you were surprised. Like, you don't think that the majority of people living in North America will have ever tried at once. I believe that the majority of people. I believe that the majority of people who live in North America smoke pot at one point or another in their lives. Whether they're willing to admit it or not. Well, is over the problem. 70 people are admitting it. 70% of people are admitting that they tried it once. No, they might not be admitting when they're doing it or how they're doing no, it. No, about 60% are saying they've done it in the past year. And about 40% say they've done it in the past month. Maybe less. Probably less. And now how many people are going to admit that they've been doing it? Now we're going to have an entire culture, an entire generation being raised with marijuana smoke in the air. Like people have done. Like no, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. listen. People have been doing air. fucking research and blaming fucking cancer on secondhand cigarette smoke. Imagine what the millennials are going to do with secondhand marijuana smoke. Uh, well, well, I, 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 I am personally, I am personally, I am personally ha- having to work on the rooftop of government housing. Do you know what I smell every goddamn day uh, on top of government housing? Cigarettes. No, not cigarettes. 
the, uh, since I'm working on the roof, people's bathroom vents are just venting stuff out. Just, just out. And you know what I'm smelling all day? All day fucking long. I'm smelling marijuana. So I know the people who are living in government housing are just fucking chain smoking marijuana all day long. I don't know about that. I, I do because I'm on top of the roofs. And, and you know what else I've noticed? Um, almost every single one of these people who lives in government housing owns a dog. I have never seen so many goddamn dogs in my life. Uh, the, our, our break room is actually underneath someone else's apartment. And I guarantee you they have three dogs. And I'm not, I'm not making this up. Uh, I, they literally, the dogs go into the backyard and bark at us. They have three dogs. Two tiny ones and, and, a, and a bigger, medium-sized dog. Uh, a kid and, and like most of a family living there. In government housing. Uh, I, I, I cannot fully uh, admit that they've been smoking pot. That's probably not where I'm smelling the pot from. Uh, and all of these people have uh, relatively decent cars. Um, I, I'm, I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm not sure how, how much of my tax money is, uh, is going into paying for people's dogs and, and their housing. And I'm not sure if the government housing is actually going to be using the, the solar panels we're installing to provide freer electricity for the people living there. Or if the guy who owns the properties is just going to... Uh, sell the electricity back to the grid to make more money for himself. Um, on, on the other hand, I personally kind of want to buy a large portion of land, develop it. Okay. You, okay, well, fuck it. We'll just turn off the camera. All right, guys. Have a, have a, have a good night, I guess. No, I just don't. I, usually what? it's an hour, and so I'm confused as to how long. I, I'm literally wrapping up. Oh, okay, so wrap up. I guess that, that was it. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, it's... I, I want to buy government, I want to buy land and develop it so the government can pay me money to put, put poor people in it. It's better than putting them in shelters. But I guess that's a topic for another night.